When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. Boston defeats the Astros 8-2 in Game 3. They take a 2-1 series lead. Uh, the Astros' first loss of the postseason at home and only their second loss in the last two seasons. So in this episode, we are going to recap the game. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, negative comments on Twitter about our team. We will look ahead to Game 4, talk about the offensive struggles for the Astros, and then I will give you some final thoughts at the end of the podcast. Okay, so all Astro fans, including myself, what were you the most worried about in Game 3 with Dallas Keuchel on the mound? You were worried about Dallas Keuchel and the first inning. So let's talk about Dallas Keuchel's first inning. He gives up two singles and then a double to the first three batters. We're already down one to zero with no outs, not looking good. Bogarts comes up and grounds out. Another run comes in, two to zero, one out, still going. But Keuchel pulls it together, gets the next two guys out. We're only down two to zero. It could have been worse. I, I can live with what happened. So Houston cut the lead to one. Uh, Altuve and Bregman both got singles. And then uh, with two outs, Marwin with a clutch RBI single. That cuts the lead two to one. Uh, the top of the third, Keuchel had two walks, but no runs scored. And Kemp had a great catch. I'm pretty sure if you didn't watch the game, you saw the replay. Uh, beautiful catch against the manual scoreboard out there. I believe Boston reviewed it, but it was uh, upheld. He was out. Great catch, Tony Kemp. Uh, top of the fourth, Dallas gave up a single, but no runs. The top of the fifth, a three-up, three-down inning. So he got beat up a little in the first inning and came back with a good, solid outing. So when he left the game... They were down two to one, but in the bottom of the fifth, uh, Bregman had a two-out double that brought in Altuve, and it was tied two to two. So Keuchel went five innings, two runs on four hits, and two walks. He had zero strikeouts. So what everybody's worried about, Keuchel's going to get blown up in the first inning. He kind of did, but he escaped any more trouble. He had four good innings. He left the game in good shape. We're tied at 2-2. Two to two. So we go to the top of the sixth. Joe Smith comes in. Uh, I'm not saying it's questionable, but 
a lot of fans were questioning, why do you put Joe Smith in in this situation? And Hinch is the manager. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he gets the first guy out, and then he gives up a home run to Pierce. They interviewed him. He said it was a great pitch, and he had to make a great swing to make that home run. And so I don't have anything negative to say about Joe Smith. He's done a decent job this year. Uh, it was his first appearance in the playoffs of the season, and you bring him in with a game tied. Maybe that is what people are complaining about. But anyway, Boston goes up 3-2 to two after that. And uh, if you weren't aware of this, Bregman had posted an Instagram video of uh, the Astros hitting three homers off of Eovaldi, who was the starter in the game. And uh, he took a little uh, offense to it. But he said, I don't have anything to say. He said, we do our talking on the field. So it was karma or whatever you want to call it. But he did do his talking on the field by hitting a home run. So Hinch takes him out, brings in Sip, who gives up a walk. But then he gets a strikeout and a ground out to end the inning. A decent inning for Sip. We Top of the seventh, the Astros bring in their number one reliever, in my opinion, and it has to be yours, or you just don't know what's going on. Presley comes in, three up, three down. Presley is the man. So we're still only down three to two. In comes Roberto Osuna. Now, the Astros have a very bad track record of bringing their closer in in a non-close situation. So Osuna comes in, he gets J.D. Martinez to fly out. It's not bad. Bogarts gets a single. Uh, Pierce comes in and uh, gets a force out, so Bogarts is out at second. Two away. You can't, you, you're not going to see what's, going, what's getting ready to happen, but it's, we're doing all right. Osuna's looking good. He then gives up a single to Devers. Now there's two on. Brock Holt. Hits him in the foot, bases loaded. Mitch Moreland comes in to pinch hit, and he hits him also. A run comes in. Boston takes a two-run lead, four to two. Bases still loaded. Jackie Bradley Jr., grand slam home run. That ends the game, eight to two. No more runs were scored. That was the nail in the coffin, no matter what happened after that. Uh, so Osuna had a bad outing. A lot of people were uh, talking bad about him on social media. And uh, one thing Todd Callis pointed out in one of his tweets is that the three hitters before the Grand Slam, he had a, an 0-2 count, an 0-2 count, and a 1-2. So he was right there, uh, really close to none of this happening at all, but he just couldn't get that third strike. Uh Little control problems, trying to paint the corners or whatever happened. But you hit two batters in a row and give up a grand slam. And, uh, you know, that's just what happens. It was a bad outing. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Eovaldi got the start. He uh, went six innings, two runs on six hits. He picks up the win. Uh, the Boston bullpen, again, doing great. Uh, three innings combined, only one hit. And uh, so Astros, two runs on seven hits. 
and Boston eight runs on nine hits. So they only had two more hits than us, but the Astros didn't get hits in the right spots. Uh, Altuve, who was DHing, he went two for three. He also had a walk, so he was on three times. He scored both runs for the Astros. Uh, Bregman also went two for three. He walked, so he was on base three times. He had an RBI, and Marwin went one for four with that RBI. So all the runs and all the RBIs were, they all came from these three guys. So we need some more output from the rest of the uh, batting order. Um, I think I'm going to talk about that later, but yeah, let me get to that later. So anyway, before I move on, uh, game four will be Rick Porcello, who pitched five innings against the Yankees, and he only gave up one run on four hits, and then he came in against the Astros in game two and pitched a awesome eighth inning, and he will be facing Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton dealing with shoulder issues. I don't know about his health. I know he pitched a couple of innings at the end of the season and got rocked. So he hasn't pitched at all in the postseason. Uh, so you got a guy dealing with injuries, perhaps. Uh, hasn't played yet in the entire playoffs. Going against a guy that's been active and pitching well. So... If win or lose this game, we will go to game five. It will be another rematch with Justin Verlander and Chris Sale. So, the team who wins, these stats, I just throwing this out for you. The team who wins game three on the road to take a two-to-one lead takes the series 75% of the time. Do, I mean... I don't take much from that, but the odds are not in our favor anymore. But if Charlie Morton can pull this game out, we come with Justin Verlander to take a 3-2 to two lead, and we go back to Boston with Garrett Cole, who, in my opinion, folded under pressure. He gets a second chance. I think we can do this, but the biggest game of the series, to me, is going to be the next one. Charlie Morton, see what he can do. But we need some hitting. The Astros are hitting 194 with a uh, 6 for 25 with runners in scoring position. Alex Bregman, who's been getting walked a lot, uh, he has an on-base percentage of 714. Gonzalez is 2 for 12. Yuli is 2 for 12. Josh Reddick's one for 11. Uh, I know Marwin's had some RBIs. He's had two hits, but they were both clutch hits. Yuli's two for 12. I think he had that three-run homer in Boston. Is pretty much all he's done. Uh, Tyler White, the Shark, he's supposed to be doing stuff for us, and he is 0 for 6 with four strikeouts. And Maldonado, one for 6. Don't expect a whole bunch from Maldonado. He's in there for defense. And uh, if you have Twitter or Facebook and you read the people's comments when the Astros post, uh, after the the inning with the pass balls and the wild pitches, the fans have turned on Maldonado. 
they said he can't hit, and now he can't catch. But I'll tell you now, I don't give up on Maldonado at all. I think it was just something with the combination between him and McCullers. Uh, they, like I said, they last night's game, they turned on Osuna, they turned on Hinch, they turned on Joe Smith. Not everybody, but I'm just saying I did read some of this. And uh, so my take from this game, uh, I would say it's not as bad as it looked. But, you know, I mean, if that Osuna stuff wouldn't have happened, I mean, they still might have lost 3-2 to two, and a loss is a loss. You can lose 10 to 1 or 8 to 1 or 2 to 1. It doesn't matter. A loss is a loss. I do believe the Astros can pull it together, but once again, it's all going to be about how Charlie Morton pitches, and it's also going to be if the Astros can hit. All right, so here are some of my final thoughts about the Astros and the American League Championship Series. Uh, biggest question about yesterday, Dallas Keuchel. I think he did good. He had a bad first inning. But overall, I say Dallas Keuchel did good. So my question is Garrett Cole. He had a worse outing, and nobody said anything bad about him. In my opinion... The reason why is he has earned everyone's respect with how great he's pitched throughout the season, and he is probably slander-free. And if we do make it back to Boston, I look for him to have a good game. So, tomorrow's game. Can we get the offense going at home? We have to score more than two runs. Can we hit Porcello, who's been doing good? This is a question we need to find out tomorrow. We need the offense to get going or we can't win no matter how many runs these guys give up. If we score one or two runs, we're not going to win. So if we lose game four, is it over for the Houston Astros? They will be down three to one. It would take a Verlander win over Sale in game five and then we'd have to win both games in Boston. We have to beat the 108-win Boston Red Sox three times in a row. Is that likely? No. Is it possible? Yes. I believe we can beat them three times in a row. Can we? I mean, are we going to? I don't know. We have the ability. We have the ability to do it. But the way the offense is going, I'm not so sure about it. So Carlos Correa, who has uh, been criticized a lot, Lowest batting average on the team coming into the playoffs uh, since his DL stint. He is tied for second in the series with hits. He has three hits. He's tied with Altuve. Springer has four. So we've played three games, and our our uh, leading hitter has four hits. But, like I said earlier, Bregman has walked a lot, and he has a 714 on base percentage. And so do all of you Astro fans out there that have either given up on Osuna or you've never liked him. And I saw some comments that Osuna will never pitch again this season. Will Osuna still be our closer? Let me answer that for you. If we get in a situation 
where we need the closer to come in in the ninth inning to close out a game, to pick up a save, I'm here to tell you, Roberto Osuna is still our closer, and he will get the call. Joe Smith uh, gave up that home run to Pierce. Like I said earlier, they talked bad about him. Uh, he got he gave up the home run on a good pitch, so I don't have anything bad to say about him. Will he pitch again? I would say yes if the situation calls for it because he's pretty much a situational pitcher. He's not someone that's going to get called on to come in and he sometimes you don't even get called on to pitch an entire inning. Uh, so anyway, that is the podcast. Uh, Astros and the Red Sox tomorrow night at about 7.09 Houston time. Uh, Charlie Morton, debut, playoff debut in the season against Rick Porcello. A very, very desperately needed win for the Houston Astros. I will be at work and I won't be able to watch it. So hopefully all the listeners out there, uh, I hope you get to watch it and you enjoy it. And the Astros pick up a win, tie the series at 2-2. Two to two. So once again, thanks a lot for listening. I really do appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on Houston Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.